In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. It is Masters Week, and it feels great to have the regular foursome all back together again. As you listen to this installment of the Capital Golf Gang, it'll either be Saturday morning on 106.7 The Fan, and the tournament will have already been 36 holes in, weather permitting, and a lot of this stuff may seem dated, or you're listening on the podcast available uh, on Red Circle or Apple Podcasts. Just search for Capital Golf Gang. So we're going to do a little bit of predictions today because it is a Wednesday, a rainy Wednesday, and then we're also going to do some general master stuff. But first, we welcome back the prodigal son, the pride of Lothian, Maryland, <laughs> Ronnie Thomas. Thank you. It's, it's Hi, good buddy. to be back. It's Looking hilarious. good. Thank you. Uh, look at this green, 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 blue <laughs> lineup. What happened, John Ronis? Did you just, not get the memo that it's you know Masters what? Week? I think the last time I went to the Masters was like 12 years ago, which just simply means <laughs> I have to go back. You don't you do. fit into the 12-year-old togs to, you got? Do you I, not keep them? Do those they, they have lost probably the been move somewhere? eaten and then done out by my dogs, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, as everything in it's my house cer- is. It's the city jersey. You know how yeah, they right. city edition. Alternate, Alternate, city yeah. edition. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine, it, Ron, if the Masters had city edition gear that was no. all like black and teal and well, like street was, graphics? Well, I know we're going to talk about the dude perfect thing, but they're going down that road, apparently. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Have been wrong. There we go. Well, you know, we are going to talk Augusta blasphemy today because I have a hot take. I mean, a scorcher of a take which I cannot wait to hear your reactions to. But let's start with a prediction. Who do you got this week, and what is Tiger's final destination come Sunday evening? I've got Cantlay as a winner, and I've got Tiger making the cut, tickling the front page of the leaderboard, but finishing T14 as he sort of fades on Sunday. Ronus, who you got, and what's the Tiger prediction? I hate to say this because I don't like this man. Oh, boy. Here we but go. I have Bruce. Bruce Kepka. Bruce yeah. Kepka. Yeah, Bruce Kepka. <laughs> otherwise known as Brooks Kepka. Yes. He's good. He's really good, and this Especially is a good golf majors. course for him. And, yeah, he's a good major player. I got Tiger probably like T24. Uh, he will not tickle the leaderboard really unless it's briefly at the beginning First of the page. tournament. Um, I am so happy he's playing because I think it's great for it. And then um, I hope, I hope, I hope that Rory wins. But those oh, are my okay. predictions. All right. I've got, I've got Shoffley winning, uh, first major. Uh, I do think Tiger makes the cut. This is the easiest cut of all the majors to make, right? Mm-hmm. It's top 15 ties out of 90, right? right. So he's got to beat half the field. Uh, I think he'll make the cut, but he, you know, is similar, 20s and 30s. I think, as I said last week, his performance will, will – Decrease over the four days because of the accumulation of the of the you know tiredness or whatever for for his leg. Okay, Ronnie. I have Cantley winning, and okay. uh, I have DJ a close second. I think they're going to battle it out down the stretch. Tiger, a missing cut, big. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But do you think in the in the Masters you have you know top fifty in ties, right? right? And you really you really only have seventy guys that can hold hit. that thought. 
Okay. Hold that <laughs> okay, phone. Okay. okay. Uh, big topic to start this week's Capital Golf Gang. Changes, blasphemy, and tradition. Augusta, changes, blasphemy, and tradition. The club under Fred Ridley is not sitting still, right? Correct. They're advancing. And most of the additions that they have done, most of the things they're introducing, I love. I love the Augusta National Women's Amateur. And I love this 16-year-old gal, Anna Davis, who was your winner on Champion as we last head Sunday. to the Butler Cabin and Mike Tirico. All right, Steve, thank you. And Anna Davis from Spring Valley, California, 16 years old, champion of the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Of course, she we were joined bucket by hat. Now, yeah. is, she didn't wear the bucket Now, was she chewing gum in that interview? Was she chewing gum with the butler cap? She was she chewing be nervous. the CBD gum. Oh, okay. yeah, That's just to keep her For calm. arthritis? She's, she seems very nervous here. I, so. I love the fact that she rolled around Augusta National, Ronnie, in a bucket hat and an unzipped jacket. Like, what? Yeah. Is this supposed to be hard? Well, I'm always a fan of the bucket hat. <laughs> yes, you, know, you are. If I can bucket find head, one, if, bucket I was, hat. If I can find one that fits my head. <laughs> yes. So anyway, she she wins in a little bit of a backdoor fashion. The the gal from LSU unfortunately came apart at the end there. But I love this event. I love the drive, chip, and putt. I love the other digital stuff they're doing. You know that the Masters has a TikTok account. You know oh, why? Wow. Because it's where the kids are these days. I love this. I don't think they've made many mistakes going forward. Not everyone would agree. On the blasphemy front, Ronnie, you say this dude perfect thing they permitted was ridiculous. Go. My opinion. All these things are all our opinions, but but, but go uh, ahead. I just don't think that it fits in with the culture, with the... Um, you know, with the tra- with the traditions. Sorry, and, uh, I'm yeah, I'm, 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 believe it or not, welcome to all sports golf battle at Augusta National. Here we go, baby! Hello, friends, and welcome to the most remarkable golf Jim course Nance. in the world, Augusta National Golf Club, home of the Masters Tournament. The dudes from Dude Perfect have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play all sports golf at iconic Amen Corner. And you're invited to follow along. The rules are simple. Once you use it, you lose it. Lowest score wins. If you would have asked me, what are the chances y'all would ever film an all-sports golf battle at Augusta National? I would have said zero. But here we are! Uh, we're going base. So they used uh, tennis rackets, hockey sticks, baseball bats, uh, frisbees. All kinds of stuff. Ron? Did you see the way that Frisbee landed on the 12th green right there? <laughs> Edge no! down? So, uh, quickly, I will just say that I listened to Chairman Ridley's presentation on the way here, here as we drive in and record on Wednesday, and he was asked about it. And he oh, said, he was? Yes. And his response was, I was wondering why it took so long to get this question. And uh, he said that the 57 million followers yes. on YouTube was the you know was the catalyst for them agreeing to do it. He also said that it is in form and in line with what they're trying to do at the club in terms of reaching and growing the game. And he finally said that his law partners 
uh, all reached out to him and other associates in the in the field and told him that their kids were very excited and they are interested in taking up golf as if they weren't already really and uh but are they interested you don't like it i, I don't like it at all i mean how do you think gary you know gary mccord what do you think i know wax right. now right. on the greens right I mean, gary mccord should be doing a victory lap right now saying yeah. oh okay I guess now you can go jack around Amen Corner with a bunch of Frisbees and uh, polo mallets, and it's fine. But I made one slightly descriptive comment about the course, which was accurate, by the way. Right. And I'm out for life. When was this filmed? Uh, A week or so before. It was? Yeah. It looks, the course looks prime and pristine. Swinging baseball bats and tennis rackets and throwing footballs and And, things like that. And the final thing I'll say about it is Ridley did. He did indicate that he had done a lot of research on the character of these men. And anybody who knows the dude perfect guys, my son went They're to faith, see them. Faith-based. Faith, faith-based. They do, they do yeah. a, a tour. You can go see them on tour at Yeah, places. my son went and saw them at the uh, Capital One Arena, and it was a lot of faith-based stuff, which uh, I, I'm happy Look, I think about. this stuff is entirely necessary because this is a yep. social media, and this is how things get out, right? You know, kids aren't. It's the reality of, reality of today. Yeah. That's, that's so, how you communicate. Yep. And this is how you communicate. Does 57 it, million people. Does it convert any real golfers? Nothing does. What, what do you mean nothing does? The drive, chip, and you putt tell, does. You tell me. Doesn't the AMWA convert people? It doesn't People get, convert people. It's the only thing that will convert. But, we could have an hour conversation on this. Tiger Woods didn't move the needle on people playing golf. People watching golf, different story. But the leap from Frisbees and this other nonsense. Like, well, top you, golf, you can make the same argument. Is it real golf? Is it, you know, it's so, uh, yeah, it's a golf ball and a golf club and targets. Yeah, I mean, my, my whole thing on all of this is it gets interest. People have to convert the interest to, to golf. Yeah. But the interest is there. And I'm sure from Augusta National, yeah, they want to grow the game, but they also want to grow their TV viewership, and this is definitely going to help with that. Yeah. So. Do you think Barstool would ever – do you think Augusta would par- partner with Barstool? No, probably not. They would not the why same. not? Look at their look at their followers. Be- because they look would, at the exposure. Because you can, if you look into the barstool correct ecosystem, ba- yes, you're going to see there's, there's some problematic things gonna, in there. Yeah, right. you're going to see right. So in other words, women and my things. my point then, Ron, is that there is a line that they will draw. Just having 57 million followers is not sufficient to try to get more people into the game. You must also meet certain parameters of decorum. And the other side of it is, you know, Bryson's a bit of a polarizing figure. He's yeah, not well, a winner. Was, why is he part of this? He, well, he has that relationship. He's, He's a lightning the dude. guys. He's, He's the dude. He is. <laughs> He's the dude? He is. Is he the Nickelodeon golfer, essentially? Yes. Is that how he yeah. brands himself, basically? I don't know if he's branding him, but he is branded. Really? Okay. I don't know. I laughed when I saw this, Ron, because I thought, oh, when's the foot golf tournament yes. at Augusta? I have a question. Remember yeah. that phenomenon? Yeah. Did you oh, guys- and that'll just get more people playing yeah. golf. Remember the big hole golf phenomenon yeah. that the former yeah. head of TaylorMade decided, yeah. let's do this? That went nowhere. Yes. Right? None of this stuff goes anywhere. You know what goes somewhere, John? Golf goes somewhere. Golf is meant to be hard. It's meant to be aspirational. Yeah. It's meant to be unique. That's why we have PGA professionals. Thank you. Because you have to have an this, expert that's going to lead and mentor someone into the game of golf, slowly yes, mentor this, someone into the game of this golf. This dude perfect thing didn't do any great damage. It wasn't any great affront in my mind at the Holy Church of Augusta. However, it will have zero effect whatsoever. I, I have a question. For you, for did TV you guys all watch it? Did you guys watch? I didn't watch the whole thing. I, no. Right, the whole thing. I got about 40 seconds in. And, and was, I was instantly annoyed, off. right? Yeah. I was. 
Exactly. Yeah, I was instantly annoyed. Well, whereas I watched the ANWA almost for three and a half hours. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a golfer, yeah. and I love it. I love this notion of you, you give girls, little girls a dream to be on the biggest stage in golf. And they know about the and sport. The, and they the know further about it heroes. goes, the more history it will actually create because that girl seemed like she was completely oblivious yeah, to the, the whole thing. I mean, she was like six years but, old anyways. But Cupcho, who won it, Jennifer Cupcho, who won it three years ago, just won, won her the, first major. That's yes. right. But I mean, these girls coming into but this it's not now like she wasn't playing are going to be like, this is Augusta. Yep. This is like the pinnacle because of the drive, chip, and putt, because of this happening year after year. So I think... In that regard, you're going to see girls crying when they get that trophy because they realize what it is. I think that Pandora's box has been opened up at Augusta, and I think that he is Fred Ridley and the the uh, committee is going to get annoyed tremendously with how many requests yeah. they're now going to get to do <laughs> really possible. ridiculous stuff. But totally I right. think they have an easy time saying no too. So you know, <laughs> we'll well, get more permissive. Yeah. I, again, I think most nine out of ten things they're doing are good. On every front. However, there's certain things, and here's where I'm going to blaspheme in the Holy Church of Augusta, they have got to get with the age on. Number one, they have got to get this field up to a credible number. They've got to get it to 125 minimum, and they've got to bite the bullet and go 110, John Gould, Mr. Tournament Administrator, on Thursday and Friday like a real tournament. It's 91 golfers. Only 75 of them can actually fog a mirror, much less break 80. And it is barely a major in terms of the strength of the field. It's a clam bake, this thing. They have to do this, in my opinion. Well, it, it is what makes it unique. So I'm not going to say that, that, uh, that they have to do it, but it's certainly the weakest field of the majors because, like you said, there's probably 75, maybe even less, that actually have a chance to win. Hey, Danny Willett, you won the uh, Masters. Hey, how about that? Right. Hey, Trevor Ilmerman, you won the Masters. Hey, how about that? Does he even golf anymore? Mike Weir. Mike Weir, hey, you won the Masters. Hey, how about right. that? It's so producing weak Sam, winners because it's such a small field. Right. The other major fields have 156, and like you said, they go off 1 in 10, so you can – you can comfortably do 78, 39 on one side, 39 on the other for each wave, and then two waves, you know, morning and afternoon, get you to 156. How so many guys I, can't win? Is it the producing U- weak winners? It has no, produced course, a few winners no, the, that have been that have gone on to not be great. But you're talking the, the the way to get in this tournament is I agree the past winner thing is is an issue, but you have to be top 50 or have won one of the a amateur events. Event. So aren't we getting There's, the they've, hottest? They've larded it up with a lot of amateur players from the different parts of the globe, which I right. think is fine. Right. But it's, it's dr- drastically weak. You look at over who you like in this week's tournament. There's 30 guys. Yeah. 30 guys you like want to put that. your money on. That's it. And maybe you get a random winner like a Willett one I, year. I think 120 is a good number. To, to get this tournament Okay, too. but they won't do it because they're, they're, they're stuck to they that might. tradition. Well, they might. Let's ask this question. You just said random winner. Can you imagine if Corey Connors wins the Masters this year? <laughs> would that be a letdown? Yeah. Yes. I probably. think it would yeah. be, too. Yeah. He's what in if, the Masters? Corey Connors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's okay, but, but, How about J.J. Spawn? Sam yeah. Burns. Yeah, but right? then Abraham but, Answer. These are good players. But I'm bring in – I know. If you but, expand the but field. But there's more Abraham Answers that aren't invited – because the field is so short. And they might dis- win. I'm not disputing what you're saying. Right. I'm supporting it in a way, okay, but in a you're way. right. Yes. Roundabout way. Okay. Yeah. Anything you would like to blaspheme in the House of Augusta for all the good that it's done, for the wonderful, you know, preserved and amber nature of this throwback tournament, is there anything you would say, they got to move the needle and they got to still get with the age a little bit? 
I'll let you go around the horn. I know you all think there's a delusional invite from the Masters coming someday <laughs> yeah. or Augusta so to play the course, so you're probably back. hesitant. I can see it in your eyes right now. But come on, give me one thing you're like. Oh, another thing is these Sunday pins. You, you got to swap them up. You got to swap the course setup up as well. You got to move the tee on three way up to 290 and really entice them to go for the green. That clown's nose pin on 16, I am over it. Put it on the top shelf where double is in play on Sunday. Well, I'll start. They are making some adjustments. 13, again, I just listened to Fred Ridley, and 13 was re-grassed, as you know, and they changed uh, – they subtleized the slope. Subtleized. <laughs> yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, subtleized. It is. it is now, and uh, it's because they want to add some pen, some hole locations there. Number three, they also re-turfed, and um, the change is, of course, 15 and 11, but I would never – say anything blasphemous about okay you will not blaspheme in the house of Augusta. I, I, I honestly think it's a perfect tournament i i would like to see the u.s junior get an exemption that's one thing u.s junior champion one thing there's that, no such thing as a perfect one tournament. thing that they have not it's done like a perfect round of golf it doesn't exist Rose. oh no it has no it's not a perfect Once. tournament it's the greatest tournament in the world it's not perfect cool go one ahead one thing they haven't out. done that every other major has is allow cell phones that would be crazy but I'd love to be able to take pictures and, you know, as long as it's on viral silent, videos. viral videos, meet up with friends. Hey, we're uh. going to be on the 13th tee in 20 minutes. <laughs> Look at as the McLaughlin would say, you're wrong. Y'all wrong. <laughs> dude, perfect. No cell phones. Swear that circle. But they have free parking. <laughs> no PGA members get it for free. I still love it. Yeah, right, right, right. Right. Exactly. All there right. You go. Thus endeth the blaspheming in the house of Augusta National. Coming up, we play a quick nine on this Masters Week edition of the Capital Golf Gang, presented by Golfdom. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. All right, we are back. John Rodas of the Rodas Academy, River Creek Club in Virginia. General John, manager. General manager, yes, Director exactly. PGA professional <laughs> as well. Manager. You're everything. Director You're everything. Director Bottle of washer. Golf. Director yeah. of golf. PGA director of golf. Oh. Uh, John Gould, CEO of the Middle Atlantic PGA, is with us. And Ron Thomas is... Uh, Back for the first time this year. What is your schedule of events this year, Ron? Uh, well, A-Team is going on right now. We won our first match last weekend against University of Maryland. We had Ooh. a bye on Saturday and uh, put a hurting on my boys, which is strange. Yeah, Cannon, Club, Cannon Club beat your former university. Uh, well, and the, his former yeah, team. The, the A team, yeah, yeah. I, I participated, yeah. Uh, but uh, and then just have some tournaments coming up. But I'm heading down to Pinehurst this weekend, so I'm not playing A team this weekend. So. River Creek's A team is in the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah, playoffs. You're in the playoffs. Don't talk about first playoffs. time in a while, so it's really well, it's because you're the I think director so. of golf. Yeah, He's I the dog. I think so. All right, here we go. Hole number one, quick nine. Name one player who never won at Augusta or hasn't won yet at Augusta. Breaks your heart. For me, it's Rory. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any other? Yeah, there's some others that you're like, gosh darn it, I wish Lee Westwood had won. No, gosh Maybe. darn it, I don't. Hey, I, or gosh darn it, <laughs> Justin Rose should have won this thing. Or golly gee, wouldn't it have been nice for John Daly to have won it? My answer is Rory. Right. But I will say Ricky Fowler. 
Does he just golf? Like, still? <laughs> I don't think he plays anymore. Yeah, he's he's one of the dude perfect guys. Yeah. Do, you, do you know that? <laughs> that is so wrong. And he's on the yeah. motor cry. Yeah, he's motor so cross. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, he's not in the field this year because yeah. he's no, struggling. He's not even he stinks. <laughs> but, uh, he stinks. I, Outside I, the top 50. I would so. like to see Ricky win if he ever decides to play again. Mine okay. is, is probably, you know, the yet factor is not really reached yet, but, you know, I, I'm a I'm a – unabashed Justin Thomas fan because of his relationship with the PGA. Mm. So I, I, I would like to see, I mean, he's such a good okay. shot maker that this is a d- ideal course for him. He just, you got, he's got to be able to putt, you know, that's, that's the. No votes for Hale Irwin, no votes for well, uh, Colin Montgomery. I haven't No votes yet. for Gregory Norman. Are you no. just don't care. <laughs> I mean, Miller Barber would be on my list. Uh, Don January. Yes. Another one. Yes. Uh, my pick would be uh, Monty. I, I just would think Monty? that the one – I'm a Monty fan. i just tell you straight he, He's up. grown on me yeah. in his retirement, you know. Like, you listen right. to him, and you're like, wow, this guy's is really there a cool. better? Is there a better analyst? There no, is although not. Darren McGinley. McGinley? McGinty, uh, Paul McGinley. Paul, Paul McGinley. McGinley is very good. I'm mixing them all up. He, he and, yeah. D, he and uh, Shambly get into it a little bit. It's good. good. Yeah. Sidebar, this is a bonus hole. Has Brandel Shambly expired? Yes. Way long ago. Yeah. That's a great That's question. Yeah. Nothing against the man or his knowledge of the game. But from an exposure standpoint? Well, and the self-importance. I mean, he, he thinks like, I know. I know. I, don't need, I tolerate the self-importance for the knowledge and the research and his love of the game. I tolerate it. But, Ronnie, at some point, it, it, you expire. Oh, I think it's a reflection of just how shorthanded they are at oh, the golf channel. Oh, it's terrible. It's yeah. a shame. Skeleton crew that covers this event now yeah. compared to years past. Hole number two. Is there such a thing as greens that are too fast? The National has the reputation for some of the slickest, most blazingly insane, terrifying green speeds on planet Earth. Is there such a thing, John Ronas, as green speeds that are too fast for competition? There are green speeds that are too fast if the surface is not perfect. The surface must be perfect to have fast greens. If you're talking a green surface that's a 13 speed, they better be perfect. Otherwise, Define perfect. Not a bump on it. Because <laughs> well, that's a high bar. Well, otherwise. Not a hit. speck of Poana, <laughs> not a single dead spot. Correct. No yes. pithium blight. Because what, what happens is. Frisbee mark. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it happens, then you're touching balls from six feet. They're trickling to the hole. They hit every single mark right. there is. Pachinko, so, a little wobble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know what? The, okay. Yes, there are greens. What about contours, John Gould? Shouldn't, uh, shouldn't well, green speed match well, contours? Well, this, hold on. Yeah. This is relevant because you set up golf courses. So yep. let's hear For this. tournaments. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. I mean, wind is a factor. If, 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 if uh, greens are too fast, you can't hold – the ball won't stay there. You know, we expect, you know, a player of Ron's uh, capability to be able to hit a, uh, a shot that will check. Mm-hmm. But if he has any – you know, any suck back on it, it's coming off the green if they're too fast. So there is right. definitely a point where it, where it gets too fast. And, and you know, uh, we, don't, we don't have any courses like Augusta that are that fast and that perfect. So to bring in Ronis's point, you have, you'd have all kinds of iterations with a eight-foot downhill putt that you've got right. to breathe on and, and watch yeah. it wobble back and yeah. forth like I, Pachinko. I believe know. 11 at Augusta, the highest – or not Augusta, at uh, uh, the old course. Highest point of the course is you turn back around – they keep that green at a slightly slower speed because there's so much wind on it, the ball won't stay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to defer to you guys on this. I have never been to Augusta National, and the three of you have. So maybe tell the listeners about 
if, who that have not been there, just how sloped those greens are, and you have to see it in person. Well, it's ask insane, Gary McCord, actually. right? Yeah. I mean, the words yeah. he used were exactly insane. right. Bikini waxed and like elephants buried underneath them in some cases where they have yeah. basically, I mean, if you can, if the viewers can picture number six, that par three that's downhill, you know, they have essentially four quadrants that are completely different. And if you miss that top right quadrant, it rolls 70 feet down the bottom yeah. of the yeah. green. Yeah, the slope is, is it's out of hand. Like, that's what people don't understand. Like, ah, Tiger can't walk a golf course. You're walking, like, you're literally pulling a rope up the 18th hole, oh, and like you're going the lift. same thing down the 10th. So, yeah. So, yeah, so Ronnie, is there any green speeds that are too fast for your liking as a player? Uh, the faster, the better for okay. me. Yeah. Need for speed. Spoken yep. like the true grandson of a race car champion <laughs> from <laughs> Indianapolis. Hole number three. What is the closest course you've ever played that made you feel like, God, this is almost like Augusta? I've always Whoa. felt that Pine Needles, Ronnie, has the loblolly pines and the setting, although it's an old Donald Ross course and it's doesn't, you know, the green complexes are not like Augusta, but the overall vibe is that. And then turf conditions-wise, at Royal Aberdeen in Scotland, it was pretty cold when we were there, and the grass was so tight and so perfect around the greens. I was like, wow, this is like Augusta. Any place you've been, you're like, this must be like Augusta. Never the, the scenery and the, the layout kind of thing gave me any reminders of Augusta. I haven't played a ton in that area. Um, course conditions, though, we play our, our alumni tournament every year for UConn at this place called Shelter Harbor. Yeah where my boy Dave Tiedemann is the director of golf, and it is, I mean... Minty sh- fresh. Ridiculous. And I love it because we go up there and you know that you're going to get those kind of dream-like conditions. So it's, it's a, quite a joy. But the terrain, I, no, I haven't. Goal, you see a lot of great courses. Yeah, and, and, and I get, I've, I've played courses that get to that in terms of the level of, uh, you know... Uh, perspective on the on the actual greens conditions surfaces surfaces you know uh, baltimore country club congressional when you when you when they're uh when they're playing it well yeah playing a tournament yeah, yeah playing a tournament uh but geographically i played augusta country club and i love to tell people yeah i played augusta it's not augusta national it's augusta <laughs> right. country club which is the neighboring course and uh their ninth hole which actually got purchased that that ground got purchased so they could back up yeah. the 13th tee well, the ninth green used to be right there of Augusta Country Club. So I was to the right of ninth green. Literally, I could see the fence to the 13th. Yeah, team. that is literally the closest to Augusta you could get right. without playing. So I played and I took my ball, which had my name on it, and threw it over there. So one of my golf balls wow. is on so, Augusta Country Club. So your litter is not appreciated. You're rubbish. That used to be... Blasphemy, but now again, yeah, with yeah, the video perfect. that you're saying about it's nothing. Right, because there's hockey pucks out yes. there. Yes, right. dude, perfect. It's like my frisbee's over on 12. Could you get it? Yeah, chart. Right. Ronnie, uh, closest you've been to Augusta? Uh, I think Spring Creek down in wow. middle of Virginia. Yeah, we, middle of Virginia. Uh, well, shout out to Kevin Haney. Then I have too because I played it with you. Remember how? I mean, yeah, it, yeah it's it was nice. Super nice. It was it's nice. A neat place. Yeah, it was it very nice. Okay, hole number four. Ron Thomas, architect. You are on the tee. All right. Uh, you've got an opportunity. The, uh, the four of us have an opportunity to pick a former winner of the Masters tournament. Uh, we can caddy for that person in the par three tournament. It could be a living or a deceased person. And uh, Gary whom, whom would you pick and why? Gary Player. Steve? 
Gary Player, I'm a sucker for the accent, for the enthusiasm, for the maniacal, you must work out every day to stay fit like me. And he does his leg kicks and everything. What about the trees? But he's going to criticize you the whole time. I don't, yeah, yeah, he's like, you're a doughy one right here. (laughs) Too many donuts on you. I'll be like, sorry, Mr. Player. I'm going to swear tomorrow I'm working Tell out. us about the trees. Tell us about Gary Player and the trees. Too many trees around here. Give me a chainsaw. Husqvarna. I don't know my I accent. I think he went no, to a, like a Simpsons bar. guy there. Good it's good enough. The water. The water. The water. We don't have yes. enough water. That's what he goes crazy about. Oh, my okay. brother is the conservation. It's unbelievable. John Ronis. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm going to say this because my, I want to get my assistant a little plug here. He said a great one, and maybe you guys are already going to say it, but he said, Matt Ryan's my assistant, and he said, I'd like to play with Seve. Yeah. But yep. he said this, I don't want him to hit any of the greens. I want to see him get up and down on every single green. Yeah. I'd like to play with Arnold Palmer, but I thought when he said that, playing. I'm like. You're caddy. I'm caddy. caddy. Right, I'm yeah. caddy. I'd right. like to caddy for Arnold Palmer. Um, but he said that one, and he, I thought that was kind of genius. That is a great one. Yeah. Mine, mine is cool. Tom Watson, my boyhood hero. When mm-hmm. I was watching golf, he was, you know, I loved him going against Jack and wow. going against the big names. At the time, the big names. He was the young up-and-comer, and, and uh, so that would be kind of a and thrill the, for me. So the reason is is because of he's a hero of yours. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ronis, Ronis, he's a Watson fan. Explains a lot. Like yeah. now, I got the full picture. Right, of John I get it. Gould. I get it. I get it now. Okay. No one else likes him. <laughs> well, Go you ahead, get, Ron. Those are great. Mean I like him now. <laughs> I did. Never mind. It just is good information. Yeah. You know, Ronnie, those are all. Here? Those are all great choices, you guys. But, but you're missing wrong. the obvious Go one. Ahead. The obvious one is Gay Brewer. Correct. 1967 winner. Well, I mean, why? Well, I was joking. Obvious I mean, I'm joking. No. 60, 66. Uh, Gay Brewer had a chance to win, and he three putted the 18th green and went into a playoff with Tommy Nichols. And Jack Nicholas in an 18-hole playoff, and he lost, and he shot 78. And a great story, and I, the only reason I know a lot about Gabe Brewer is because my former head pro that I've referenced a lot on this show, former president of the PGA of America, Mickey Powell, was very close with Gay, as he called him. He either called him Brewer or Gay. Okay. And uh, they, were very, they were very close. So I heard a lot of Gabe Brewer stories. And I met him one time at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And uh, everybody loved Gay Brewer. At the Champions Dinner, they said when he left, there was a seat that was going to be left open because that was the storytelling seat. And until anybody took over as the storyteller and the joke maker, they could sit in that seat. And that seat, I guess, remains empty because he was just an amazing human. So uh, Gay Brewer uh, played, or he came back and won in 67. Okay, so after three-putting the last hole, wins in 67. He plays with a driver, and Gabe Brewer had a reputation for they. No one would let him near his golf bag, your golf bag, because he would invariably pick up the club, hit it, and he was so nice and so loved that he would walk away with that club at some point and be like, nice. "Thank you, this I'm is just going to try it out." Sticky fingers, Gabe wow. Brewer. He gets wow. one of Hogan's drivers and wins the '67 Masters with the driver. The last thing I'll say about Gabe Brewer: Gabe Brewer is a Kentucky boy. And uh, I'm an Indiana boy. There's a lot of great stories about Gabe Brewer. First, he won the U.S. Junior Amateur at Congressional Country Club. Wow. He, <laughs> Gabe Brewer, um, got a golf scholarship or got a scholarship to play golf at the University of Kentucky. Problem is, they didn't have any golf scholarships. So the coach gave the football coach Bear Bryant mm-hmm. gave oh. him a gave him a football scholarship to play golf. Gabe Brewer pr- was the practice team 
holder for oh kicks and wow. for extra that's points. That, that is a great story. story. That's yep. good. That's good stuff. There are now two groups on the tee behind us, yep. and the marshals rolled up right, after me. that Gabe Brewer story. <laughs> so we're gonna have to I get think we going. Have to skip a hole. No, we don't have to skip a hole. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go quick. Uh, Ronis, your hole. Hole number five. Go. You know, when I was born in West Point, <laughs> uh, you are at the Masters. You have a ticket for Sunday. You've been there all week. And uh, Tiger's in the lead going into Sunday. And you get offered five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 for your ticket for Sunday. And you have a good, very good place to go watch it on a big, big TV. Yes, done. Why what is this do? even a question? What do you do? Give me the money. All right. So Zabe says give him the money. John? I'm the same. We, we all have our price, right? Mm-hmm. And that's probably around my price. My price is double face. It's just yeah. a golf well, tournament. And the beauty, beauty is if you've been all week, you've seen all the holes in the you've courses. You've heard the roars on You've Saturday. heard the roars. The best way to watch the Masters is still on TV. Saturday is better in, than Sunday in person, my opinion. Because right. the, the roars the, are just as loud. People are, it's moving day. And you don't the you, crowds. You, you have miss to get everybody else. You got to watch the whole tournament on Sunday. Ronnie, uh, mine would depend on how much I had spent in the merchandise tent leading up to that moment. <laughs> you know, and trying reimbursing to hide it, yourself. Just hide it from my wife right. if I needed the five thousand. Just cash. trade, trade the ticket for aisles cash. six and seven exactly. in the merchandise yeah. tent. Right. Exactly. Say, give me all. Uh, of now, one of the reasons I haven't been to the Masters probably is because I really want to watch it on TV. All right. So, well, let's go yeah. for a Saturday. Yeah, we'll watch it on Sunday on TV. Uh, okay. Hold number. Hold number. Yeah, what's yours? Uh, same, same as mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take the money. Take the money. All right. Hold number six. John Gould. All right. I, I sent you guys the menu uh, in advance to make sure we had this, but uh, Augusta National is famous for the very cheap prices for the food and beverage. It's incredible. Uh, so all the sandwiches are $3 except for the egg salad and the pimento cheese, which are $1.50 each. You have a $6 budget just for sandwiches because you're also going to spend money on beer and candy and all that stuff. But your $6 budget for sandwiches, what are you going with? I, I, when I was there many years ago, I liked the chicken sandwich. I do not like pimento cheese. Don't care for it. But the chicken sandwich is great, and it's yep. very cheap. Yeah, it, it is, and it's got a pickle. It's like a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I know. I yeah. throw the pickle to the squirrels, <laughs> which is also <laughs> blasphemy. It's near the dude Perfect Frisbees <laughs> in the woods. Ronis, what are you, you going with? You and your vegetables. Oh, I'm going yeah. with the turkey and cheese and... The chicken salad's more expensive. No, it's a do- it's three. I'm going yeah, with the turkey dollars. and cheese and the chicken salad. Okay. Yeah, I'm sounds healthy. I love okay. chicken salad. It probably it probably has a little relish in it down there. So I'm going oh, yeah. two chicken salads. So and then of course when I eat a sandwich, I have to have a bag of chips. Now I know but that's, that's, that's not part that's of this. Outside right. your budget. I'm just right. saying. Twenty five cents extra. Chips. Do they sell <laughs> chips at Augusta? They do. And they let in people, green bags. Green bags. But yeah. crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Yeah. 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 Licking they their fingers. Okay. Okay. So thanks for your answers, and here's why you're wrong. You got to get the egg salad and the pimento. So with six dollar budget, you can get four, two of each, and then you combine them. You take the bread off one, and you just put them in Have the middle. It's that? like a club sandwich. You've oh done yeah, that. Wow. excellent. That is Try utterly that one disgusting. Time. That's it's great. It's still incredible that <laughs> yeah. for six dollars you can get four sandwich items right. at a major sporting event. Yeah, in one You can get a beer for four dollars. I know. Ridley was asked about supply chain issues today, and he said, "Yeah, we've had a little bit of an issue with some of the construction projects." But he said, "I think I think our uh, patrons will." Still find great. They lost uh, the peach they ice cream. They lost peach ice cream. Also, peach ice cream is out. Supply chain. Domestic beer or import beer. You have no idea what the beer is. Three fifty. <laughs> Masters. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Like just and domestic. It's tough beer and doof light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Hole number seven. What happens when Jack and Gary are not able to knock it off the first tee of starters? Whew. I looked ahead and I'm like, 
They're the last of the legends. I mean, yes, Watson could be one. Well, he joined them this year. One of the legends Le- has Le- just been kicked off the tour. I mean, Phil. one of the yeah. legends was well, Mickelson. Right. Oh, all right. But who else? Lee Trevino Tiger. never played well at Augusta. Didn't like it. Faldo doesn't seem legendary enough to me. Ray Floyd is a drip. Ernie Els, nice guy, but boring. Ali Longer. Crenshaw. Crenshaw would probably be worthy of it. Crenshaw. And then you're into the Mickelson Tiger thing, but that's a good 20 years away from now. Well, you got Watson. Crenshaw. Watson Crenshaw what do you might do? be the next Do you two? keep forcing yes. legends? You do. Yes. Okay. So yep. there's got to be ceremonial the guys. When they decide when they're out. Okay. Absolutely. Would you Larry Mize, the Augusta boy, be a fit guy? Mm. I know he's not a legend, but his story is legendary. Kind of is. Kind of. Kind of is. Right. Legendary, you're right. Will Bubba ever be one of those no. guys? On the- <laughs> uh, well, I'm wondering, have they all been multiple winners? Or have any of them won it just once? I think they've all right won multiple times. Right? Okay. So yeah. that might be the threshold. Hole number, yeah, yeah. Longer's won it twice. Hole number eight. Yeah, that would be a good one. Hole number eight. If you could play Augusta National, but you would have to walk there from D.C., would yep. you say yes? Start right now. Yes. 531 miles, calculating 10-mile days, which is aggressive, 20,000 steps. It'd be two months to get there. I would just slide on these new shoes the Tiger's wearing down there, and I would start walking. Yeah. I'd do it I could do the... 24 miles a day. You can. Yeah, you I don't walk, care how many Normal miles. walking pe- speed is three miles an hour. I could, <clears throat> I could manage eight hours a day. Every day, Ghoul. For yeah. two months. Yeah. Chafing. Well, it's not going to take two months because they're going to do it there shorter. Would be, there would It'll be take a month chafing. and a half. Would we be sponsored by Gold Bond? <laughs> how do you know you wouldn't sprain an ankle, pull a hamstring? You know, you're not a spring Mine's, chicken anymore. Get hit by you a think car. walking is easy, but I'm telling you, walk to Augusta. And then you got to play within 24 hours of when you arrive. I'm going to have a travel. You don't get to recoup me. for two weeks. I'm, wow, I I'm, need to rest and recover here. I'm going to be in perfect walk. shape by then if I, I walk for a month and a half. <laughs> Yep. You get me out to the Shenandoah, and I'm going to walk the Appalachian Trail down yep. there so I can knock two things off. There you go. Thing. I love it. Yeah, I've done the Appalachian Backpack Trail. Backpack and a walking yeah. stick. What yeah. if I took yeah. away your phone Huck and Google fin. Maps? You had to do find get, your way there. Just route one, a, baby. Do I get a flashlight? Yes. You get a flashlight and a snake bike kit. Some and, a, and a Snickers. Some cliff bars. <laughs> Just get on Route 1 South. <laughs> and good luck. <laughs> Let us know when you get there. Hole number nine. How much would you pay for a live feed of the Champions Dinner that was last night, assuming the people in it had no idea there was cameras and a live feed? Oh, yeah. $1,000? I probably would spring big time to eavesdrop. Yeah. Depending on, depending on who was offering the dinner and stuff like that, yeah. I think it would be pretty cool. Okay. I, I just, I think. Or would you say that's wrong? I, I don't want to eavesdrop. I oh, may no, not, that's a good point. I may not be privy. This is yeah. not my place. You know what? I agree with you there. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't like want to be able to see it. The picture out on the deck, did you see the pat, the porch picture? They all have the red wine, and I just wanted to see Crenshaw with that dart. Just <laughs> red, yeah. with his red yeah. wine. <laughs> and his, his not quite appropriate 30 years younger blonde wife. Yeah. And you know, one winner that wasn't there this year, a guy who's in, Phil Mickelson. He's in prison. Oh, Cabrera. Yeah. Cabrera. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. El Pato. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is weird. He's in prison for tax evasion? No, no. for uh, no, no. Uh, domestic, domestic assault. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Well, all right. Anyway, uh, how, much would you pay to, how much would you pay to push all the dude perfect guys off of the bridge on 12 into the into the water? <laughs> I'd rather pick Ron? them off the balcony. Well, they're my Christian brothers. Okay. You would never do that. that. Okay. All right. Coming up. Tap-ins and mulligans. Stuff we might have forgotten or left on the floor here as we are... In Augusta Week, 
Masters Week on the Capital Golf Gang, presented by Golfdom. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang, four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang, four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, airborne. All right, we are back. Regular group here. I love you guys. You are such knuckleheads, and we're such golf geeks, all of us. Wonderful time of the year, wonderful week of the year. We've got uh, some odds and ends, tap-ins, mulligans to mop up. Uh, who wants to start first? Ronas. First of all, well, Ronas has a book out. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah and, uh, I do. I want you to hold the book up I, I longer. I, you didn't bring it this time? I didn't bring it this time. How to Raise a Junior Golfer. Yeah, and I think it's a must, uh, you know, I wrote it, obviously, but I yeah, think it's a, it's a must, must read. read for parents out there because, and it really adapts to any sport, but uh, I, I just, I see this every day when I'm teaching these juniors that the parents just don't quite understand how to handle things, and then they have so many questions, and sometimes they're afraid to ask, and this just runs you through from basically birth to college of how you would raise a junior golf. It's not an instructional book. It's really just a psychological book. And, John, I gave it to you. I don't yep. know if you got a chance to I've read it. I've started reading it. I do want to assure everybody that there are actual words in it. It's not a picture yeah. book. Right. Uh, and our English major wrote it. So, so far, so good on typos. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's a wonderful idea. Did and you guys... all the money goes to my charity, uh, which, which is, is the Second T, uh, which is a, a mentorship program for underserved youth who uh, have gone through the first T, and they show some promise, and they have no chance of going forward from there because they're just dropped out of the system. So this gets professionals involved, and it, it pumps them up and gets them ready. Did you see this piece the I Golf did. Channel had about unearthed home video of a match Tiger Woods played at six years old at Redlands Country Club in Los Angeles against a 12-year-old girl, I Correct. believe, Correct. who was in the interview? <clears throat> And the nature of it, it was quite fascinating. You know, we've all uh, seen every little script of tiny Tiger Woods, Junior Woods footage over the years, multiple times. This is stuff that had never been shown before. That's pretty you know? cool. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. He lost, though. Shot 51. You know, 51, Ty- she he shot 40, 41. 41, yeah. yeah. Tiger. Wow. He was six, though. And they celebrated in the clubhouse with a birthday cake because it was his birthday. Yes. And Earl was there, and Earl played. And, I mean, you look at the way he moved and the way he handled the golf club and swung at the age of six, and it just yeah, tells tour me. Tour sauce. Prodigy. This, prodigy. This was prodigy. written in the stars. Yes, prodigy. Earl shoved the clubs in his hand, and he mentored him along the way. But, I mean, this, this is stuff from the cosmos. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing that was surprising is they said that uh, Rudy Duran, who was his old coach, I think was the name, said that Earl made golf fun for him. It That's was, great. It was really? Comp- it was a lot of competitions. Michelle and- Lyford, our 12-year-old here from the club, and Rudy. Oh my gosh, that's Michelle. I guess. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. By the way, Earl had Earl, a nice yeah, swing. Earl moved player. it nicely. Back in the day. Now, the only thing, the only nit to pick about this is that at Tiger's Hall of Fame induction speech, he claimed there were private clubs in L.A. that would not let him on because he was black. Well, that's that's probably a completely accurate statement. Right. I don't not, even he didn't know say that we all, can, right? I don't know that we can go down that road. He Has may be, be talking about Bel Air and 
Riviera and okay. LA Country Club and some of those. Well, certainly this video would kind of put that statement to the test because they clearly welcomed him and his father with open arms, gave him a birthday cake in the clubhouse afterwards. Yeah, well, well, but he club. wasn't a member. Yeah. Private club. And he didn't yeah. say all the clubs. Yeah. He just said some clubs. Uh, did he not say all the clubs? Oh, no. It can't be all the clubs. No. Okay. No. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, so there was that. That was interesting. What else uh, odds and ends, tap-ins, mulligans we got for the week? Yeah, I just want to, you know, our, our, our professional season is starting for our mid-Atlantic professionals like John Ronas here. And uh, we have our uh, section scramble, which is our kind of fun 27-hole scramble, two-person scramble event uh, starting actually on Shenandoah Valley. So you can start walking oh, from there. Oh, is it really? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, at, uh, not the week, the Monday after the Masters, but the following Monday. But uh, more, more – um, Pertaining to our listeners and, and, and mainly their kids, our junior tour is starting to ramp up. We have our, our spring nice. fling uh, uh, over spring break next week uh, at Old Hickory. But anybody interested in getting your, your child involved with, you know, junior tournaments outside of your club. So, you know, Winston obviously plays a lot. Uh, at his club with How old with is your Ron. son, Winston, Ron? He no. just turned 14. And has he got a busy schedule lined up for the very, summer? Very busy. I'm yeah, so the, the juniors have the ability to play in a tournament every day if they wanted to, yeah. whether it's with us or with any of the other organizations that, that run junior golf. Uh, but we do encourage. That's the next step, you know, as probably uh, I haven't got to it in the chapter in the book, but I'm sure what Ronus wrote was, you know, you start out, you know, playing with your parents and kind of doing that. And then you play at your club level and you got to play at a higher level, which is probably our tournaments at the section level. And then eventually you're going to get to AJGA and college type type golfers. So there's always a place to go. Yep. You know, go to MAPGA.com, find our junior tour. It's so it good. Up. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. The, the MAPGA. But – but, so good. But will it cut into their Frisbee and trackball time? That's <laughs> what I want to know. you got to right. have priorities. It's so strange. Yep. Good. All right, Ronnie. Tap-ins. Uh, uh, well, uh, my tap-in is going to be, out since I wasn't here last week and I certainly enjoyed the show and listened to the show, uh, I, I have a comment that I want to make on the record about Phil Mickelson and his situation. Yes, I want to hear your Phil yeah, take. Uh, for, first of all, I have become a fan of Phil. You guys mentioned the ups and downs and um, you know how you were on him and off him at times. But mm-hmm. I think that uh, after listening to Fred Ridley today, I think it's important to point out that, Tiger, or that uh, Phil was not disinvited. He was certainly invited, and he was qualified on many levels, past right. champion and PGA winner. And uh, I thought it was interesting that Fred Ridley said that they had a text exchange. You would have thought that that uh, that Phil would have called Fred and said he's not coming. That's but, yo, not traditional. Yo, Phil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we need said, a parking spot for you? He said it was a text exchange. Fred. Did he a, use emojis, you think? That's funny. So uh, Sorry but, you stepped in the poop emoji. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he was supportive of him. You're looking at me like you can't believe it was a text exchange. I yeah. can't either. But uh, my, my one minute. What's wrong with texting? Phil, it's a phone call. It's a phone call. Okay. I'm, not come, I'm not playing in your tournament. Here's it's, why. Yeah, you can it's a hide respect behind thing, but, uh, but I've, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just going to say that there's a, there's a really, really dangerous recipe uh, that Phil Mickelson has been brewing up inside himself. And one is he loves money. And I'd drop an right. F-bomb if I could if it was just us talking. Yes, he does. He loves money. Money for him is a persona, and it is an expression of him as a human being. The more money he has, the cooler he is. And, and he's, 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 he loves these corporate executives. He yes. loves this Character inside flaw, news. Character flaw. That's what I'm – yeah. the second is he loves to talk. Okay? Yeah. So that combination and people that I have met, the most wonderful people I've met that are wealthy are the ones who are the lowest key. Mm-hmm. Phil is the other way. Yes. He loves to talk. He loves money. Yes. And you're going to get a recipe. Now, as a human being that has had 
some really low parts in his life through addiction and recovery and different things. And uh, I feel for him tremendously. I'm going to say made, one thing. Because he made a mistake and he, he deserves to, to get through this. And he's done too much for the game. Yeah. Too much for the game. That said, this was necessary for him. Yeah. This will have been a blessing because, and I'm not particularly religious, Ron, but this is the devil working inside of him, that love of money that goes beyond all comprehension of, yeah. you're already rich. What is it with sticking it to the tour and this, I'm going to become a titan of these new golf leagues. Enough already. It is a rock bottom that he yeah. never dreamed he would hit. And those yep. of us that have hit rock bottom and those of you that are listening that have hit rock bottom, sometimes the greatest thing in your life is the rise. I'm going to say right. one thing on his behalf. There's a possibility that he actually stepped back and said, I don't. I so love the Masters, I don't want it to be about me. Of course. So I'm going to take this time off and let the Masters shine instead so of them. A self-punishment. Yep. Almost so. like when Kansas, Ron, has to vacate uh, <laughs> oh, a year man, of no. tournament eligibility too when soon. they get busted, right? No, too soon? <sighs> For what? The Big basketball pay? fan. You like the Final Four, Ron? Uh, I did. I actually okay. did. I did. What would Gabe Brewer say about the fight? <laughs> We're out of time. I got, I got six different stories Sorry, about Gabe. that. All right. Great show, guys. Thank you to Buddy Christensen for letting us use his fitting studio here. I'm actually going to get fit for some new Titleists right. right after this, so right. I cannot wait. And Buddy is in Augusta. And Buddy's in Augusta right now. So anyway, thank you for listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Enjoy the Masters in whatever form and format you do, and we will see you next week on the Capital Golf Gang. This has been the Capital Golf Gang on the Team 980. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to zabe at yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at yahoo.com. Or visit the show page at www.theteam980.com. And for free swag, we're all in extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts.